Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. I'm back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach. And I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me once again for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about speak your desires, not your doubts. This is a teaching podcast as always, so go and grab your Bibles and take some notes. I've got a really informative show for you today. As always, we like to start our show off with a quote of the day, and it goes like this. Speak your desires with boldness of a dreamer and the clarity of a creator, for in your words lies the power to shape your reality. Now let's look here in 1 John chapter number five. We're going to look at two verses, verses 14 and 15. This is a familiar passage of scripture, so I'm sure when I start reading it, it will resonate. Notice what it says. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. This is a billion dollar scripture because it gives the believers so much confidence to come to God. I mean, this is a sure fire blessing that if we really understand the magnitude of this scripture, then we can really get what we want from God inside of his will. And I think one of the things that we have to learn how to do, and this is why I titled this show, Speak Your Desires, Not Your Doubts. One of the most powerful things that I think we have is our mouth, and we use it very recklessly. We use it based upon how we feel. We can kind of have diarrhea of the mouth where we're just spewing out things and not really paying attention to what we say. But we've got to calm down and really understand that not only do other people hear what we're saying, but God does. And so if we're going to really see a most powerful new year, we have to really get it in order and get our mouth under control. And so when I think about this passage of scripture, I'm always thinking about how important it is to understand what God already knows. And if we understand that we have confidence with God, we can really ask because he told us to do so. And so today I want to give you quickly five ways to speak your desires, not necessarily to God, but to other people. Because we should already know that God wants to hear us. We should already know that if we speak these things in terms of understanding his will and coming to him and really being, as it were, confident 
to know that in the time of trouble, he wants to help us, then we're going to have our petitions granted. But when we're dealing with people and we're talking with them, many times we don't get the things that we want because we just didn't do it in a proper way. So I thought that it would be so important if I can give you some ways that you can speak your desires because we deal with people every day. If you are a spouse, if you are a parent, if you are a supervisor, a manager, a coach, whatever you are, and you're using your mouth to communicate certain things to people, I really do believe you can get what you want if you frame it in a way that it will be respectable for those that you are dealing with. So here's number one. You might want to take notes if you desire to do so. First of all, number one, you just need to say what you want. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be upset. You don't have to do this with an attitude. But when we talk about saying what you want, what we're saying is you need to clearly articulate and specify in a straightforward manner. What do you want? In other words, avoid ambiguity in using concise language to convey your request. We really need to understand how to really just tell people flat out, this is what I want. Now, we know that we can't make people do things, but at least they can leave the conversation knowing, well, he did explain to me what he wanted. So instead of saying, I need more help, you could say, I appreciate if you could assist me with a specific task for about 30 or 40 minutes. See, that way it helps the other person that you're dealing with understanding and knowing what it is that you want. We confuse too many people in relationships. We confuse our spouse. We confuse our kids. We can confuse our neighbors. Anybody we talking to is like, have you ever talked to so-and-so? He always talking in circles. If he he would just come out and say what he wants, I can either say yay or nay. I believe one of the reasons why we don't say what we want is because we have rejection. We don't want anybody to tell us no, and we don't want anybody to look at us bad. But you leave without your request being made granted. Think about this. The times that we walked away from certain things because we were just too afraid to just say what we want. I want you to get this really in your heart and know, according to the scripture that I gave you in 1 John 5, 14 and 15, that if we can be confident with God, how much more can we be confident with people? At least the mere fact that we know we said what we wanted and we leave it up to what they're going to say. Now, if they say no, that's not the end of the world. Ask somebody else. If they say no, ask somebody else. Keep on asking. Keep on knocking. At some point, the door is going to be open. Number two, express your need using I statements. In other words, I want you to think about this. Frame your request using the I statements to take ownership of your feelings and needs. This can make your request sound less accusatory and more about personal preference. For example, you can say, I would like some quiet time to focus on my work rather than saying you're too loud. See how direct you are? 
In other words, you are saying what you need. You are saying what you feel. But what happens is we wait until we get to the boiling tipping point. So somebody has got on your nerves all day. And so now you just spewing out stuff about how you feel. But if you had just said that early on, it wouldn't have gotten to the place where now you're just going off on people. So we have to really learn how to use these I statements because these are so important. You know, we use our words again so recklessly that when we finally use them, we just talking all out of our head. We're not making any sense. We convoluted. And these again can blur the lines. And this is why communications is so important. Whether you are married, whether you have children, whether you are a boss, you need to understand how to use these I statements. Number three, provide a reason. There's nothing wrong with providing a reason for what you want. Remember now, we're speaking our desires. And when you talking to people, trust me, they want to know a reason and they have a right to know if you asking them for something. So when appropriate, offer a reason behind your request explaining some kind of rationale behind what you want can help others understand your perspective. As a pastor, I always say this to my leaders and anybody that I'm working with. If I'm working with you and you don't understand what I am saying, there's nothing wrong with you saying, pastor, can you give me a reason so I can understand? I want you to understand. I want you to be on the same page as me so we can work together. See, what people like to do, they don't want to confront. And anything that you don't confront, you'll never deal with. You got to be a straight shooter. When we talk about being a straight shooter, we're not saying being disrespectful. We're not saying using language that's offensive. But what we are saying is we need to be clear and direct. Provide a reason for why you're changing or why you're going in another direction or why you decided to do this or why you decided to do that. When you accountable with people and two people, you cannot say, well, I, I just made a decision and you just going to have to deal with it. No, that's not good because you will not want anybody doing that to you. For instance, here's something that you can say. I'm requesting a deadline extension because I want to ensure the quality of my work rather than simply asking for more time. See, your boss will give you some more time. Whoever it is that you're working with on a project will give you some more time. You know why? Because you provided a reason. And when you provide a reason, it allows you to be more credible, more respectable. People can say, man, I like working with him because he always gives a reason. He, he's not just, you know, just because you're the boss don't mean that, that you got to be angry, frustrated. It doesn't mean that you have to control every situation. But what we have to do is provide a reason because again, what it does, we're building credibility with people. We are speaking our desires and not our doubts. We've become very good at speaking our doubts. You know what that is. Oh, they not going to listen to me. This is not going to work. Why am I wasting my time? The last time I did this, it didn't work. That didn't happen the way I wanted to. The last time I wanted to connect with this person, they told me no. I mean, come on. We get what we say. Did you get that? You're going to get 
what you say. So if you learn how to speak in proper terms, if you learn how to provide a reason, if you learn how to articulate it in a way that people can understand, trust me, more often than not, you are going to get your request granted. And at the end of the day, that's what you want. You want your request granted. Number four, ask open-ended questions. Not closed-ended questions, but open-ended questions. So in other words, encourage a dialogue through these open-ended questions because this allows the other person to share their thoughts and their feelings fostering a more collaborative and understanding environment. That's what we want, right? So instead of making a direct statement, you might ask, how do you feel about your request? Or can we discuss the possibility of your request? This is good. I don't have time to deal with it like I really want to. This is good. And when people ask open-ended questions, it, it helps me to understand they care about what I feel. They want to know about what I think. They're really interested in how did I arrive at a certain situation. They've got some empathy for me. They have some sympathy that they really want to understand. This is nothing new. We've heard it before. When people get into an argument, they're too busy trying to explain their point as opposed to listening with some empathy and asking the right questions. Because here's one thing about questions. When I'm asking a person a question, I'm trying to find out what's in your heart. It's not that I'm trying to be accusatory. It's not that I'm trying to be this or that. I'm trying to get down to who you are as a person. I'm trying to get to know you. But if you've never been in a mature conversation, and that's really where the rubber meets the road, most people have just never been in a mature conversation. Some of us don't even understand what a mature conversation is because we like toxicity. We like something that's chaotic. We like something that's loud and rambunctious. But this is not about trying to win every time as much as it is trying to understand every time. You might want to write that down. We don't need to win every time, but we need to understand every time. In all your ways, get some understanding. In every conversation, in every relationship that you find yourself in this year, I want you to take some time to understand the other person's point of view. You're going to go longer, farther, faster. You're going to get more credibility. You're going to get more respect. You're going to come out really getting what you want most of the time if you really seek to understand. The older I get, I realize I need to seek to understand the other person's situation because when I do, I can really foster a relationship. I can really get connected and bonded. I can find out what their pain points are. I can find out what makes them tick. I can find out certain things that I'm looking for. But if it's all about me and what I want, people can pick up on that very quickly. So what we want to do is disarm people and just find out some things about how they are arriving at a certain situation. It will shock you if you really take the time to listen and understand. And finally, number five, use positive language. I'm going to say that again. Use positive language. Here's a question that I have for you on a scale of one to 10. How positive are you? Do you know? How positive are you? If you don't know, 
All you got to do is ask people that are close to you. Ask them and tell them they can be honest. And if they can be honest, you'd be surprised what they're going to say. Because we don't listen to the things that we say. Most of the time, we are negative. Most of the time, we speak in doubt. We speak in, we're not being sure. We have no confidence. When we're dealing with God, when we're dealing with people, we need to be confident. And so we have to use positive language. So frame your requests in a positive manner to create constructive atmosphere. We're trying to create an atmosphere of positivity. We're trying to create an atmosphere that this can happen. We're trying to create an atmosphere that anything is possible. We know what doubt looks like. We know what negativity looks like. We've been a part of this. We, we bought the t-shirt, the hat, the whole outfit. Let's throw it away. Let's learn this year how to use positive language. So I want you to focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. If you don't want bad, stop speaking bad. If you tired of being sick, stop speaking sickness. If you tired of being in debt, stop speaking debt. Stop saying, I never have any money. I'm always coming up from behind the rear. It always happens to me. I never have enough money. I never have enough this. And then we wonder why we never have. And then we wonder why we always coming up from behind the rear. Because we speak these things. Speak those things that are. Speak those things that are true. Speak those things that are right. You know what the word says. See, we know what the word says many times, but we don't practice it. I want you to practice using positive language. For example, say, I like to explore new responsibilities that align with my career goals. Say it. Don't say, oh, I never can reach my career. Somebody always going to beat me to it. I never have the right credentials. I never have the right connections. And you never will speaking those things. Instead of doing those things, say, I don't want to keep doing the same task the way that I've done it over and over and over again. I don't want to get these results. So I'm going to say something different. If you say something different, follow it up with doing something different because we got to get to a place where things align. I would say this. I know many people are not going to do it. Maybe you need to carry a tape recorder around with you. I know that's old and antiquated because people don't have tape recorders, but maybe you need to take, maybe you could take your phone and just leave it on. Just listen how you talk to people. Listen how you talk to your spouse or your children. Man, it would shock you to hear some of the stuff that's coming out your mouth. I'm telling you, we do not listen to the things that we say. We have to make sure our mind is right. When your mind is right, your thoughts will be right. When your mind is right, people can get the best out of you. You got to learn how to be positive. So hanging around positive people would help. Listening to positive things would help. Reading positive things can help. Watch this. We have three gates. We have our eye gate, what we see. We have our ear gate, what we hear, and we have our mouth gate, what we say. And these three gates that I am talking about are the very ways that the enemy infiltrates us. And that's how we become negative, by what we see, by what we say, by what we hear. 
We have to protect these gates. When we do, we will be able to speak positive things. And watch this. When you are positive, people want to be around you. Nobody wants to be around somebody that's pessimistic. Nobody wants to be around somebody that's always speaking doubt and negativity. Nobody wants to be around a sourpuss all the time. So we've got to speak truth to power. We've got to be real with ourselves. Could it be that I'm holding myself back? If you can answer that question and say, I am, You don't have to get upset. You don't even have to cry. You can change. You can always change and be a better version than you are right now. I want to recap because we're talking about speak your desires, not your doubts. Number one, we're going to say what we want. Number two, we're going to express the need for using the I statements. Number three, we're going to provide a reason. Number four, we're going to ask open-ended questions. Number five, we're going to use positive language. These are the five things that we are going to do when we are dealing with people. I can guarantee you if you take these five things to heart and really begin to appropriate them in different aspects in your life, imagine how many things that are great going to come your way, the doors that are going to open for you. I promise you, put this to work and it will work for you. But that's all that I want to share with you today. I hope this helped you today. Speak your desires and not your doubts. If it did, I want you to send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. If this is your first time listening to me, thank you. Welcome you for listening to me today. I pray that this was really insightful for you. Do me a favor and share this episode. I'm not sure how you found me, but however you did, share this episode with a friend, a family, even your enemies. Make your enemies your friends. Share it with them today so that they can be empowered the way that you are. And finally, you can go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. Find out who this is that's talking to you. Connect with me. I want to empower those and help you to have a great 2024 because I believe in you and you can get to the top. There is room for all of us in God's kingdom. I'm praying for you as always, believing God's best for you. And remember above all things to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.